poetically created mind podcast hosted by me, BM the Poet. This podcast is for people with a creative mind who need a little inspiration. I will be interviewing everyday people with creative minds, doing original poetry for myself and others, having inspirational conversation and more. This podcast will be available wherever you get your podcast from. My next guest is an author and poet. His love for poetry began at an early age. He has continued to develop his craft. After attaining his master's degree in network and communication management, he went on to work in IT for several years. Due to some career setbacks, Marcus was able to focus on his poetry, which led him to release his first poetry book, A World of Words, Thought and Intimate Feelings which delves into his personal and emotional experiences throughout his life. He has also released his first installment of short stories called The Bakery on Kindle Villa. Through all the setbacks and misfortunes, Marcus has been able to find a light that he can shine with his words. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you author marcus nelson how are you doing today sir i'm good how are you i'm pretty good i can't complain at all for those that don't know you could you tell the people a little bit about yourself uh sure my name is marcus nelson Uh, i was born and raised in chicago illinois Um, i have a master's and bachelor's degree in network and communications management i've been working in the it field for about seven eight years now I've been writing since third grade, but I didn't really get into writing until probably high school and college. Um, I had a chance to do a lot of research papers. And uh, one of my big advocates uh, at that time before she passed was my aunt. She would always read a lot of my work and she loved it. And one of the things that she always told me was to uh, to keep going because uh, she she really felt that I, I did a great job at writing. So after uh, college, I just started uh, reading some books. Um, I started reading Fifty Shades of Grey, and uh, I kind of like that kind of style of writing. But then I said, you know, I'm ready to uh, venture into my own writing style. And mm-hmm. uh, that's how I uh, was able to uh, come up with the book. been writing poems uh, since about 2002, 2003. So what, what made you decide to want to write a poetry book? Um, so a lot of my friends, well, I have a close, uh, a close circle of uh, friends who, uh, have always loved my work and they've always told me that this is great and you shouldn't hide it. You know, it's time for you to shine and share with the world. And uh, over, uh, it was a long time before I was actually able to finally get comfortable with, uh, sh- openly sharing my poems with more people. But, uh, mm-hmm. the more I did that, more people just kept saying, you need to share it. You need to share it. Over time, I lost my job in October of last year. And in the downtime, I was still working on poems because that's like my second passion to computers. I was just researching online on Facebook and Instagram, and I came across uh, a published author. Uh, her name is Dee Evans. And uh, just reaching out because I was dealing with writer's block. And I was just asking her kind of for some advice and found out that she was actually a life coach. And uh, just through conversation, we uh, talked over the phone and uh, she told me about her services and she helped me overcome the writer's block. And 
walk me through a lot of the steps of uh, becoming a published author. Yeah, and that's kind of where I am now. And also working, uh, you know, uh, talking to uh, Teresa James as well. Uh, she's been very helpful as well. And oh, my God. <laughs> she's the reason I'm right here and you're right here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I have to give her a shout out because uh, her Facebook group, I love it. I just love the spirit that it has, you know, the willingness to help. That's always something that I've I've had in me since I was little. So just to be able to, you know, connect with her spirit and the members in her group is just it's phenomenal. You said you had writer's block for people out there who tend to hit that wall, which a lot of us do. What are some of the things that help you uh, overcome that block? Um, so one of the things that I've, I've learned over time is it's going to happen, um, especially if you're dealing with a lot of things. Like in my case, I had been looking for a job for almost a year. I lost a friend recently. Sorry to hear um, about that. Sorry to thanks. hear about that. Um, I also lost a couple of, uh, you know, people uh, church uh, recently as well. So, um, you know, a lot of that and, you know, for me played a factor. Um, but as I was working with my life coach, the one thing that I learned is you have to just keep pushing through it. Even if you just write like maybe a, a one line or two lines a day, you know, just to keep your brain, you know, moving and, uh, you know, flowing just so that, uh, you know, you can continue to stay in that in that mindset because over time it's going to come for some. It may take days, months. For me, it was almost a year. So wow. you just have to you just have to keep pushing through it and just tackling, you know, whatever you're dealing with in life, because that could definitely impact, you know, your ability to write. And for me, I use writing as my utensil to overcome a lot of the things that I've overcome. Yeah. Uh, that's how I kind of got back into writing as well is using it as a, a type of therapy. Cause my therapist yes. told me to find something that I enjoy doing and I enjoy drawing, but writing, you know, trying to draw things with, I have uh, bad arthritis in my hands, carpal tunnel and stuff. So it made it real complicated to just sit there and continuously draw. And with poetry, you can, now you can t just press a button on your phone and talk into it and say, it, which has helped me out a ton. Exactly. And that's that's why I love writing is because I, I've always wanted to learn how to draw, but I was just never good at it. So uh, for me, being able to use my words to to give that person a visualization is just as powerful. Yeah. The words make you feel a different type of way. Exactly. So tell us a bit about your book. Uh, sure. So it's called World of Words, Thoughts and Intimate Feelings. And the book covers just a lot of, it's a lot about me, you know, relationships, heartaches, um, breakups, the ups and downs of things that I've dealt with in life. And then I also have a special section uh, that has uh, more intimate poems that I've done. Um, so it's just like a little bit of everything for everybody. I think the way this book is set up, I think at least at least one poem uh, can touch somebody that reads this book. That's always a great thing about poetry, as I always say that it, you can always find a way to touch at least one person with something. 
Yeah, that's always the goal. And uh, like I said, I love to write. So I, I really hope that, uh, you know, anyone who purchases uh, the book enjoys it. So most men tend to uh, avoid talking about feelings and intimate things that go on in their life. So what inspired you to focus on that with your poetry? I think for that very reason, um, I don't think that there's a big enough representation uh, for us to be able to do such a thing. So uh, being able to be vulnerable and sharing it with the world and allowing people to uh, to see, to see and feel what I've gone through in life. And that's kind of, you know, where the topic of a world of words, thoughts and intimate feelings came from is for that very reason. I want people to be able to uh, see what I see when I wrote these poems, feel what I feel, and everything that comes uh, with it. Yeah, that's always a powerful tool, being able to have people feel what, what you've experienced and kind of um, relive some of their, their things that they went through through your words. Yes, indeed. A couple of people reached out to me recently and uh, they told me about a couple of the poems that really touched them. Actually, one of them is uh, one of my favorite ones. It's actually called How Far Have We Come? It's probably my uh, my most favorite one of the whole uh, book. OK, well, maybe you can share that one with us later. OK. OK, now I see the the bakery. Tell me about that. Is that something that you you wrote? I did. Um, so around the time that I was reading Fifty Shades of Grey, I just felt that, you know, I wanted to do some. I wanted to stretch my writing um, and my writing style. So I wanted to get into short stories. And the bakery is like the very first uh, short story that I, I ever wrote. And uh, they have a new platform on uh, Amazon called Kindle Vela. And uh, what I did was I broke down a lot of the the, the short story into uh, different sections uh, just to kind of, you know, gain, you know, more of an audience and to get a feel, you know, for how people like the uh, the bakery. Um, so the bakery is just pretty much a story of a young man who he's taking over um, this bakery that his grandfather left after he passed away. Um, his father's not able to uh, run the shop. So um, he ends up meeting a woman and uh, they end up connecting. And uh, I don't want to give too much away because, uh, you know, you'd have to read more into the sto into the story itself. But also, uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback because the way I ended it, I kind of left it open ended. So a lot of people were saying, you know, we want more of the bakery, we want more of the bakery. So I've actually been working on extending the story out a little bit more thinking possibly of actually turning it into a uh, an actual short story it's in itself. So um, hopefully more to come with that. I think that that would be a great idea for you because you already have something in the works and people enjoy it. So you might as well continue to let them enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. At first I was a little hesitant about it because I thought that I, where I left it, you know, I can just kind of leave it up for an interpretation, but you know, if, uh, you know, if your fans, you know, love your work and they want more, you know, you have to do your best to, uh, you know, give them the best. Yeah, that is definitely true. So with you continuously working on the bakery, do you have plans on releasing a, another poetry book as well? 
I actually am working on that now. Um, so the next poetry book that I'm working on, it's going to be uh, more adult themed. Um, the way I write, I'm not as descriptive as uh, some of the other writers out there, um, because what I love with my writing style is being able to keep it more intimate um, so that uh, a person can enjoy, you know, the moment without without seeing and feeling too much of the moment. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely working on another book. I'm about 10 pages into it right now. I've come up with about 20 different uh, topics uh, that I have in mind. So I'm really excited about uh, this next project. It sounds like it's going to be very interesting and I look forward to it. And once you have that, those books completed, you're more than welcome to come back on the show. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, no, no problem. No problem at all. We spoke about um, people reading your poetry and reaching out to you about how it made them feel. So how does that affect your work and what you put out for, for people? Uh, deeply. Um, the more feedback that I get, the better. Because, uh, like I said, the way I write, I don't think any of my poems are similar. And if they are, it's it's done purposely. So I, I would say the ones that on the feedback that I've gotten so far, especially from Black males, they definitely are able to relate to uh, to one, uh, the one that I told you about earlier, how far uh, have we come. I think that when um, if you've dealt with a lot of things in life, um, you can definitely relate to that. OK, well, since you brought that up, would you mind sharing that poem for us? Sure. <clears throat> OK, it's called How Far Have We Come? We were taught that we are equal. We are one. But tell me, how far have we really come? If color does not matter, why do we have to struggle? When it comes to jobs, why do we have to fight so much harder than the other man? Why must we be told to leave and go back to the motherland? Tell me, if things are better than in the past, then tell me how far have we come? Why do we have to struggle to gain power and success? Why do we have to struggle to get a chance to walk to the beat of our own drum? Why do we have to be the ones living in the slums, living in poverty, living with our backs aching and bent over slumped? Why do our counterparts get to live freely and enjoy the sun? Tell me, how far have we come? Privilege does not exist for us because it was not meant to be. Privilege is only meant for those who are truly free. I can tell you for a fact that is not me. If it were, I could go anywhere without people just staring. If the world were accepting, everyone would be more caring. Tell me, how far have we come? Not far if the world walks over us as their feelings are numb. Educated, raised right in these times is not easy. For the mere fact that I am different, most people will look right into my eyes and still never see me. On the same token, I am no different, except maybe the color of my skin. It feels like people are scared to want to be bothered with me as if I were some kind of sin. Love in this world is not equal. We cannot call everyone a sister or brother. 
people are not loving and caring enough to the point of us considering them like a father or mother. It really does feel like mercy is for the weak because when they look at me, I wonder if they see me. Do they think I should be living in the streets? Hatred is everywhere and I feel it amongst others, but even in my own community. How can I succeed if it feels like the whole world does not see me? How can I make it if the world is looking at me blindly? Tell me, how far have we come? That was beautiful, man. Thank you. Yeah. I get emotional just, uh, you know, just going back over it. Um, wow. <laughs> it's the first time I've actually read it out loud in a while, so. <sighs> Yeah, be, being a black man myself, I definitely really felt your words. It, it's really, tough. It's yeah. tough. But, you know, the one thing that I've learned is even as it's tough out there, you know, you're going to get turned down. I've been turned down many of times trying to find work and uh, I just keep pushing. That's really all you can do in this world is just keep pushing and strive to be the best that you can be. Well, I'm kind of happy and not happy that you lost your job because now I give you a chance to focus on your poetry and, and your book a bit more. And I think that'll, that'll be a, a great step for your life. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm waiting to hear back some good news for some, you know, things uh, that are coming through the pipeline. But, uh, but I will say that this time off gave me a chance to mentally just get myself back in order and figure out who I am and who I want to be in this world. And uh, definitely being a writer is one of those things. And I'm really happy uh, that my life coach, you know, gave me that extra push that I needed to, uh, to get to where I am right now. Yeah. We definitely appreciate her. You said D Evans. Yes. Yes. We definitely appreciate her for helping you. And, and uh, like I said, that, that poem, it, it will resonate with a lot of people and it was, can open a lot of people's eyes as well. Yeah, I definitely hope so. Well, tell the people where they can reach you so they can check out some of your, your work. Um, sure. So I'm mostly on Instagram um, right now. I'm still uh, slowly branding you know, myself, but uh, my Instagram is author M.A. Nelson. Uh, so that's uh, author M A N E L S O N, and the book is on currently on Amazon, but I'm working to uh, get it uh, distributed in some other uh, places as well. Well, I'll tell you this: check out the um, episode I did with Laura Wright, the one previous, because she talks about um, what was the name of that. I didn't write it down, but she mentions it a couple of times where she uh, has her books up for sale. Okay. And she said, since she put it on there, it's been flying. And she said it's, it's been selling in, in a bunch of different countries as well. Cause she said she did the Amazon thing, but it was just, it really wasn't moving for her. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. And I saw you on Spotify. So that's always a definitely good platform. So yeah, that's one of my favorite I'm places. Slowly, slowly getting there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for you as well. Um, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, we need more representation. So 
you know, you doing this is definitely a good thing. So, you know, I definitely appreciate you for taking your time, you know, to meet with me. I appreciate that. Yay. It's about helping each other. Exactly. Not you know, that in the world. So <laughs> Yeah, you know, we need we need to keep the village going. You know, we don't want it to die out. Nah, not at all. Well, I appreciate you for your time. I thank you for coming on. Is there anything that you would like to say before you go? Um, I just want to, you know, say thank you for allowing me to come on and, you know, share my story and uh, part of my life with you and uh, and your audience. And, uh, you know, again, I, if you guys, uh, you know, are interested in reading the book, um, it's currently on Amazon. And I really hope that uh, you can find at least one poem that uh, really touches your soul, just as this whole book and this journey has touched mine over time. Well. You, one of your poems has already touched mine, and I'm sure once people listen, it will touch theirs. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. You have a good evening. You too. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Please follow me at BM the Poet on Instagram and BM the Poet on Twitter. Please rate it five stars, subscribe, and share. Have a good evening.